Hello and welcome to another episode of A Need to Read. This week I have the pleasure of sitting with my good friend Siobhan O'Hagan, who I've sat with before and had a good chat with when we weren't really friends. I didn't really know her back then and now I've been living with her for the last three months and I'm going to have a good old chat about books. But before I get into that, and I'll make these ads very quick because Siobhan is sat opposite with me and I don't want to bore her or you with these. But the ways in which you can support the podcast, if you like what I do, in any sense you want to support me in creating this content, which of course is free, consider becoming a patron. So if you head to patreon.com forward slash a need to read, the link will be in the description of this episode, you can join the book gang. It starts from three ninety nine, which is pretty much just a fancy coffee, a vanilla latte plus cream. You join the book gang, you get bonus episodes, and there's lots of giveaways every month, plus live Q&As. And also, A Need to Read is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, BetterHelp provide an online therapy service to millions of people worldwide. doesn't matter where you are. I know I've got listeners in England, Ireland, Australia, the States. Wherever you are, you can get access to a therapist from the comfort of your own home. If that sounds good for you, if therapy is something that you're on the edge of the seat with, consider checking it out. You get 10% off as a need to read listener through betterhelp.com forward slash a need to read. And that is 10% off your first month. Now that we've got the ads out of the way, we've got Siobhan there. She's been kept quiet. (laughs) Siobhan O'Hagan, welcome back to a need to read. Oh God, it literally got me through lockdown listening to your podcasts. Like, I didn't even know you and I was sick of listening to your voice, but they're a decent <laughs> podcast, so I'm glad to be back. You haven't told me that it's decent for a while, so thank you very <laughs> much for that. Yeah, no, I actually kind of had a, I, I find it difficult to watch or to listen to you and live with you. Yeah. So I haven't been listening that much since you came to Bali. Yeah, you got to pick your poison. I mean, you got me on tap all the time. Yeah. If you want to hear my opinion about a book, which... Uh, I mean, you literally come and run into my room, like, can I read you this part of this book? <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> and you're like, it's good because now we live together, I get to see your daily routine, you get to see mine. And you know what I'm like with people on the internet, I think they're all full of shit. And it turns out you're not like when we oh, first spoke like the amount that you read like the your daily routine your habits like i don't know anyone with like a pretty much a more solid morning routine <laughs> yeah. than you it's like up at five coffee you haven't been playing. you're like mm, what was it again yeah, was you've it? only seen it every day for the last few months <laughs> up at five coffee. coffee read journal yoga or run uh emails check-ins do my whatsapps facebook train and then I do nothing for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start journaling? Oh, I don't know. Um, like only in the last couple of years, since I was, since I was, I feel like my life is divided into before and after I started doing like Instagram and everything. Mm. I think it was after that. Um, I think it was when I started writing down goals. And I think someone bought me a, a daily journal that you'd start filling in. It was all prompts. Mm. And I found that really helpful. So then, then I didn't like the questions, so I was like, I'm just going to make up my own. That's when I just started getting empty notebooks and just writing stuff down every day. Yeah. So for years, but I, I find it really helpful. Like if most days I don't have much to say, it's like today 
I had fun at training. <laughs> I liked my coffee. Like my day, my my life is really boring. We were saying, weren't we? If we if there was like a reality TV show of our lives, we'd get zero views because it would be so fucking boring. Yeah. It's like right up at five, journal, do this, do this, do this. Okay, twelve o'clock's here. <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah. For the rest of the day, it's like I'll read. You'll do your calls at like four or five o'clock. Like the I'll have the odd podcast maybe once or twice a week, and then I'll have nothing for three weeks. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm actually fair now you think about people in lockdown, it probably is a little bit more interesting. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry, yeah. everyone. Actually, <laughs> no. Whatever. My life's still pretty boring. It's all subjective, isn't it? Yeah. Which yeah, is a I'm... word I want to come on to in, in a bit. The whole subjective, because we talk about that a lot. But with journaling, and I know you're about like, writing down your goals. Like You have achieved a lot of probably what you've set out to do. Yeah. How, how much do you feel like that, the whole journaling process, writing it down, in terms of keeping you on target, how has that helped? And what questions do you ask yourself? Like say at the start of the month or the start of the year? Yeah, so I actually have two separate journals. I have one that's more for goal setting. So mm. I have one that I take out, I used to say like every Sunday, but now it's like if I if there happens to be a Sunday where I'm not hungover and feeling inspired, I will take it out. And I'll literally just write, I kind of like assess my life. Like I'll literally just write down and I really just judge myself on like where I am, business, relationships, you know, training, nutrition, uh, like charity where I like just kind of assess where I am and then write down where I want to be and I don't I don't normally put time limits on it but I kind of write down what I want to be where I want to be and then I just break it down into tasks in terms of what I'd actually have to do to get there and then I take that and I just put it into my my daily calendar you know break it down that's yeah. the tasks so that's and then, I'll cro- and then I'll go back to it in a couple of weeks and I'll see what I've done and I'll cross it off and I'll carry on what I have to do but then my daily journal is just starts at like yes I just have kind of a few prompts I'd say yesterday I'm glad that today I'm excited for and three things I'm grateful for mm. and it just kind of makes me look at yesterday you know because I could be like oh yeah my life's so boring I didn't do anything yesterday yeah. but it could be little things like oh I liked when Ed made me a coffee <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of the podcast I'm just gonna say that um uh, and then you know today I'm excited for like yeah I really am excited for training it's not just training like I'm excited to do Muay Thai or yeah. I'm excited to try and do deadlifts today uh, and then obviously being grateful for things is just makes you look for things every day now mo- sometimes it is the same thing or similar things yeah you know I'm like oh I'm glad that we have Winnie yeah <laughs> Winnie just every day you know <laughs> or or sometimes I'm glad that Ed is here to mind Winnie sometimes yeah. you know yeah. when I'm not when I don't want to play with her um and you know oh I like this coffee or obviously just I'm so grateful every day to you waking up in Bali yeah um and but even when I was in lockdown you know there was always stuff to be grateful for you know just Mm. oh I'm so glad it didn't rain today because I was able to go out or I'm glad I have a dumbbell at home yeah you know like so no matter what it's like when you practice gratitude it just makes you more content and I think that's always the goal for people or should be the goal for people is just to aim to be content day to day yeah it's one of those things like it just keeps you on target doesn't it like there can be days when you feel like shit and it's inevitable that those days will happen but when you're searching out for that gratitude it kind of just sets your bearing so you're like what am i actually grateful for today and like you said oh like it didn't rain today sometimes like if you want to be a proper annoying positive peer you can be like oh i'm glad it did rain today because it gave me a chance to sort these little things out i've tried that i've tried so hard <laughs> to be grateful for rain but i'm like no, nope, can't do it. I'm getting into bed and eating chocolate. I hate my life. <laughs> yeah. I literally just hate rain. Um, but you're, yeah, you're very good at it. Like, 
I, you're like, my I laptop love broke today, but the first ATM I went to worked, so today's going to be a good day. Yeah, because <laughs> the thing is, I know if I don't do that, I'll just be so depressed. Yeah. Like, my, my, my January was not ideal, was it? Like, no. all of the fucking illnesses, the laptop stuff. Like, I didn't have a laptop for the first bit of January. And, and there was a lot of rain. There was a lot of rain, and I like the rain here. When, like, you remember there was that time we were in the... I think you'd gone out somewhere overnight and it like started raining so I was like oh do you know what I'm just gonna go outside and I just like got on the float and I was like naked in the rain just like this is unreal yeah and then sanitize that floaty yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) definitely but like I found it like when I went to Portugal in September and I saw you in Portugal and I I got back home to England I was like I'm so glad that it rains here because it's so green and like you land into Heathrow and just like there's just like forest and fields and everything's so like spacious and land into Portugal I was like this is dry as fuck I know I do love Portugal but I actually just had that conversation with Amy in the gym there about Dubai and how I when I was in Dubai I was like I just miss grass and yeah. like then I had a girl message me going oh it looks like you're in paradise and like but she was in a farm in Ireland and I was like oh I'd love to be in a farm in Ireland this is my, I hadn't been home in a long time grass is always greener grass right? is always <laughs> greener did you yes. read that in a book wedge that in wedge <laughs> that in but it's like it is one of those things like if, if you journal every day your life less than what 5% better probably yeah but I think it's those days it's tough to journal like when you first start it's tough to like, journal when you're trying to talk to me when I'm in the mornings yeah yeah <laughs> um, but I think like the days where you, you you don't have much to write I still think it's important to keep it up because then those days where everything goes wrong that's when mm. the, like to be in that habit of journaling already is really important yeah. like you're not going to decide when everything's just going to shit you're like today I'm going to journal you know like it's mm. even like in January when I was like in bad mood about everything and then I, I added in a new part of my journal to just say one thing I like about myself. Yeah. Like, that's been part of my practice. And ever since then, so, like, that's a month of writing something I like about myself every day. And I didn't think I liked that many things. That's nice. Yeah. That's a, I probably need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely need to do that. But you're, like, you, you've obviously, you've built solid habits. And I know most of this stuff's going to come from Atomic Habits for, from yeah. James Clear. But, like... Like I, James, I, if he's listening, if he's watching. Yeah, I mean, definitely <laughs> isn't. But... If if you are James Clear, come on the podcast, mate. Um, like you've built solid habits, and you're probably the, like the one person in my life that I'm like fucking wish I could just because that's probably the main thing you give out to me about is me starting something <laughs> and then stopping it. Like there's there's a few things that I do that are just non-negotiable for me, and when I try to add things in, it's maybe like a week. yeah. No, the like, thing what's is, your fight? Let's go five tips, Siobhan. Five for tips for building habits. a habit. Yeah. Um, I think the habit stacking that I got from Atomic Habits is a really important thing. So, and and like I've, I'm, my other friend Leanne is the same. She was trying to build a morning routine, but was trying to set it to a certain time rather than. And with habit stacking, it's like it doesn't matter what time you do it. It's just that after this habit, I do this, mm. or before I, you know, open my computer, I do my yoga. So mm. it's kind of taking out any any choice in when you do things. Um, you know so it's not like you don't have to set it to a certain time but sometimes you have to if you're obviously if I'm trying to get in before nine o'clock training it means I have to get up at six to get everything done Mm. but it could be a case that no matter what time you get up at once you get out of bed you might brush your teeth or you might have your coffee then brush your teeth and then get straight into your running clothes and you go out and (coughs) 
<laughs> Don't you stop talking when I call. I was like, do you want to cut that out? Or, um, yeah, so the the habit stacking, so just having things straight after each other. and Because the things you don't want to do, you, like, and again, it's I don't know what they call it, but basically doing the things you don't want to do before you do the things you want to do. So, yeah. um, like, I used to find, I used to struggle to read. So I used to say I could have my coffee while I'm reading, but now really it's both a bit of a pleasure. So I need to do my coffee when I'm doing my emails yeah. or when I'm studying. You know, like so it's like when I start studying, I can have my coffee, yeah. um, and it just uh, and even with yoga, like it's always very hard to roll out the mat when. Again, I used to find it tough, but now because it's when you start doing it regularly, you start feeling the benefits. And it's all about mm. that, you know, 1% each day. And you don't really notice it yeah. until one day after doing yoga consistently for six months, I just realized I was sitting on the grass cross-legged. And after years of bodybuilding and tight hips, I was like, oh, the yoga is actually paying off. Yeah. Um, now, there's some things that I've tried to put into my morning routine and, you know, it just doesn't work. Like, yeah. I need to do more meditation or I tell myself I'll go for a walk and <coughs> I'll go for a walk and do um, a run or, you know, like I, I'll try to do too much and then I just pair it back to the basics and it's like some sort of movement, reading, emails and I try to be proactive. I'll do the things that are like, I'll write my daily email before I open my emails, my WhatsApp, you know, like I'll mm. try and be creative and then be, rather than be reactive yeah yeah no i know what you mean and you start small on things like your yoga i'd see you get up in the morning and it's like probably minimum like half an hour yeah at the moment i had to like i did work it up no no like 10 minutes on beginner on that down dog app um and hated it you know i was like oh but then you know i put it to 12 minutes and two minutes shavasana because i couldn't lie down and I'm thinking nothing for anything longer yeah. and I was, I was like 14 what's 14 minutes out of my morning this is in lockdown when I hadn't really much yeah. else to be doing and um, built it built it and it, you know all of a sudden I was doing 20 minutes beginner and I was like well maybe I'll try 10 minutes at intermediate yeah. and built it up so, you know you know reduce the time pushed myself a little bit and I always felt like I was trying a little bit harder it's all these it's all the cliches of life you know it's like mm. about resistance about finding balance stillness um and like pushing yourself a little bit more, relaxing into it and then feeling the benefits and realizing that all those tiny little bits, because I used to come to Bali and do try and aim, go to a class, like a 70, 80 minute yoga class and I'd do it and I'd feel great and I'd be like, God, I must do that more often and, you know, never yeah. you know, go back once a week. Uh, so I realized that by trying to make something as part of my day, I'd have to make it small, make it achievable. I'm, I'm like basically read atomic habits and yeah. you know you'll get a lot better tips than me trying to talk about yeah. it <laughs> we'll cancel the whole five five tips oh yeah that was yeah. some some tips <laughs> <laughs> some tips from Joanna Hagen on building habits it is very like interesting watching you do stuff like that. I'm not in a fucking I'm not watching you do yoga <laughs> and stuff in the morning but like it's nice to see because it's like your yoga is my meditation yeah, and yeah. people are all, uh, people may be sat at home or sat wherever they're doing whatever they're doing thinking oh well it's easy for you to say like you've got fuck all to do all day because it's easy to look at other people's lives and do that but like meditation I used to do 10 minutes a day like when I was working I did like the 50 day Sam Harris course when I was working from 8am to like 7pm every day just on the phones just calling people up all the time and then I'd like read on my lunch break and stuff when I first started like really getting into it because 15 minutes of something has the power to change your life. Journaling, you you don't need more than two, three minutes, maximum, yeah. really. Yoga, like you say, like 15 minutes, that'll 
it will gradually turn into more when you start seeing more value in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wanted to do more. I've had to cut it back to half an hour now because yeah. like, I just don't have enough time in the mornings. Like sometimes if I'm not training, I'm like, oh, I do an hour of yoga. Like, yeah. And I get excited about it. And it's challenging. And halfway through, I'm like, why am I doing an hour? Mm. And then at the end, I get a big long shavasana. I'm like, God, that feels so good. Yeah. Because there's only so much you can do in a day, I think. Yeah. But I think what people need to do is separate their work from the things that will make their life better. Because a lot of yeah. people will read focused on like, right, how's my career going to get better when I read? And the thing that they need to focus on is like their life. Yeah. Their, their inner like, is going to sound yeah, all Yeah, managing rude. your emotions. Oh, just your, your sense of like inner peace, your sense of like escapism through reading for 15 minutes. Like if you get a good novel that we'll, we'll talk about novels <laughs> in a bit. Um, but like it just it just takes you away from life and I think yeah. a lot of people need that now I know because a lot of people ask me about like what specific book they need you know if they want to change career or what and I'm like god I've read so many mm. books but never picked one up going I want to learn about this read you know like yeah, I just yeah. kind of like this is an interesting topic and especially because I read a lot about psychology and I've realized that that's helped me with my business with my like Atomic Habits is probably the one that is, it's just so easy to recommend because it has really practical steps yeah. whereas you know I talk about a new earth and that's helped me in ways that you probably wouldn't, wouldn't even notice, you know, just to yeah. be aware of things. And there's so many books, but there's nothing specific that I, yeah. you know, for each task. Or And then that's the thing I, I, I realise, looking back at all those books, that they've all helped me yeah. in some way. Um, I have a few that I just kind of end up recommending to people, like The Chimp Paradox, The <coughs> um, New Earth, Atomic Habits, like Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know. There's, no one's going to find an answer to life in, in one book. You I know, know, it's... I say that to people all the time. Like, with the, the book doctor thing, like, there's some things that are, like, obvious. Like, if someone's, like, anxiety, am I right? Happiness trap. Like, there's... It's not the whole book that's going to help you. It's, like, there's three tools in there you could use and your life will get better. Yeah. And to spend... Say it's a 300-page book. Page minute is what? It's five hours of your life think about like people binge on a weekend a whole series like when I was ill I did the whole US um, English office in like two days yeah and like a load of peep show and I was like this is uh, this is not the life is that for porn? me like it, there was a there was a lot it was boring no I said is that porn oh no the <laughs> peep show <laughs> no peep show is like an English it's weird but it is quite funny Okay. Like I was watching it, I wasn't even really enjoying it. Yeah. But I just couldn't. That's the thing focus. I don't watch. Like I actually have unsubscribed from Netflix. Yeah. Um, but then I've started up watching Apple TV. But I feel like it's it's better quality. I'm not just turning things on. And I only I, mm. I've spent, you know, I've watched maybe ten episodes or something in the last two months. Yeah. Um, because I just fall asleep in the evenings. But like any spare time, I would not be a person who just, if I had spare time in the afternoon turns on Netflix like I'll pick up a book and yeah. that's where my novels come in you know my novels are my afternoon entertainment yeah I'm such a loser <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but that doesn't make you a loser that's yeah, things yeah. like we need to stop that is yeah, yeah we need to get rid of that kind of yeah like that reading mindset. is uncool because reading is like you're more interesting when you read right? yeah like, we wouldn't yeah. be mates if it wasn't for yeah books. like actually I met you last year and was like oh because like I wasn't, I wasn't confident <laughs> enough to talk about books in that sense. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I didn't realize I you read. Yeah, like I, like, and I was reading a lot. But I think by the time I came to Bali in March, I'd read twenty books. 
Well, and that was quite a lot back then. Like yeah, I, I, yeah, like twenty decent books is actually a lot of knowledge. Yeah, I think maybe twenty is is a lie. A flat <laughs> lie. It was definitely over like fifteen because I'd been plowing through them when I was in Oz, just because like I'd get up in the morning like and I'd start my like reading habit and my meditation. Up. That's when I started like really sticking to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I didn't know like you were a massive reader. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. And did you not see it by my pile of books? Remember, you, you started coming to the common in the morning. We're sitting there like James and Darren, and you and Lucy arrived. I think. Oh yeah, and we just and sat, like, sit there chatting while yeah, everyone we else like, was working. Yeah, you like <laughs> sat opposite us. We're like, can you not see we're all sitting at different tables so that we don't have to talk to each other? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then everyone started dropping off. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in the common, it was just you, and I was like, oh hello, Are you staying? Yeah. You were like, yeah, I think I am. And I was like, yeah, me too. And then we both left. Yeah. That was a crazy time. And it's like, I, I want to make a shout out to people just to like put yourself in situations where you meet new people and do like talk about what interests you. Yeah. Because imagine we could be mates way before this. <laughs> but I can be like, oh, what are you reading? Like, that's how me and Lord became friends. It's like I, I met her in a cafe. For like to give her something from one of my mates' businesses, I saw she was reading this book, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's like my favorite book ever." Do you want to be mates? Yeah. <laughs> and like books can, you tell a lot about a person by the books that they read. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. really, really can. It's a like, good thing I didn't look at your novel recommendations first, because <laughs> then we would not be here. <laughs> I hadn't really read any back yeah, then, yeah. apart from like those shitty classics that I regret recommending you Fahrenheit four five one because. I now think back, and now that I've I'd read maybe forty books then, so I I didn't have a broad spectrum of like oh this is good and this is like bad. See, I didn't know much about novels either. I only started reading them like in lockdown, and I the first one I read was Where the Crawdad Sings, and I, I was listening to it on Audible, and mm. I was like, is this what fiction is like? I was like, this is so boring. I was yeah. like, it's so slow, and I finished it. And, was like, and then my brother was like. My brother was set because I was like that was number one on whatever charts when yeah. I looked it up. I just was like, oh, I'll have that one. And then my brother recommended me, recommended me two novels, The Silent Patient and Daisy Jones and the Six. And I mean, I could not have consumed them any faster. They are both amazing, and I know you haven't read either of them, but they are both. I think you'd really like Daisy Jones and the Six. It's very different. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to read Silent Patient on the plane because you bought uh, that yeah, for me. What yeah. to? Because you won't listen to <laughs> a little while ago. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, you should listen. To, you should listen. Read some good novels. Yeah, let's get the beef out then. What, okay. what, what's this about novels then, Siobhan? Yeah, I think I, as much as I like all your recommendations and I've been enjoying your podcast <laughs> for a long time, I don't think you have a good taste in novels. Or and this is where the fiction. word subjective comes in, right? And I think people got to realise with this podcast is like it all stems from my opinion. Yeah. I, no, for you're some wrong. reason people value it. <laughs> And I don't know why. I don't even value my own opinion that much. But like, I could say a book's good and someone could hate it. Like all the people that think Where the Crowdads Sing is like a good book. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people I don't. loved it. Yeah, I didn't. You, you didn't like don't. it either. Yeah. Okay, well at least we agree on that. Yeah, yeah, we've got that one. But like Midnight Library, I thought that was brilliant. What, you, what, 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 makes, what makes a novel brilliant? I think for, for me, it's like relatability. If that's uh, definitely, it's not a word. But like for me, to have, I had so many regrets in my life, and I was like, like leaving the Marines. And yeah. Like, so if anyone hasn't met or read Midnight Library, it's basically looking at other options. 
or other choices you're like in your life mm. and where it could have led and because like, i recommend it to anyone that's like got regrets but like serious regrets that like they think about quite often maybe it's because i don't have any regrets yeah no regrets besides <laughs> besides not flying home for the all-ireland final in 2011 <laughs> You might not understand. Um, yeah, no, I just found it like, I kind of listened to it and I was like, yeah, nice. I wasn't like, oh my God, better put that back. You know, can't wait till, because I listen to Audible when I'm doing, like if I'm literally, if I don't have my phone in my hand, I'm listening to Audible. You know, like yeah. when I'm showering, when I, I listen to it all just the time. walking around the villa to get your steps in. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I had that one on and it was just like, it's like, I my mind would wander. It wasn't like, Oh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. It was re- I found it really, and then the, you know the the closing message in it is nice. I was like, yeah, nice yeah. little read, but not like, oh my god, you have to read this. I think it comes down to personality types as well, and I think they should put that on books like this yeah. kind of type. But like, have you ever done a Myers Briggs personality test? Yeah, I can't remember what I got though. If you had, have you ever read Surrounded by Idiots? No. Okay, well it talks about like red personality Story types. Um, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> uh, red, yellow, blue, and green. And, like, we're very different personality types. Yeah. As much as, like, we get on, like, you're like my sister. And me and my yeah. sister didn't get on for such a long time until I understood. But, like, we, we did get on. And I know she's going to listen to this, but, like, <laughs> we didn't get on as much as we could have. Um, or should have, I think, as, as siblings, like, who actually have pretty similar values. But um, Same with my little brother. Yeah. He's definitely not going to listen to this. He doesn't. <laughs> I don't think he follows me. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> but we get on great now. <laughs> but yeah, like I think like I am like a super deep thinker on a super emotional level whereas like you're more direct with things. You, you, no, you, you're more like I I I'd say like you know what you want and you just that you're doing your own thing like I'm mm. more people pleaser I'd say you know I'm yeah. like how do I get out of going to this dinner you're like you just tell me you don't want to go and I'm like I can't do that and then I'm but like that. sitting at the dinner fuming and you're at home with Winnie and I'm jealous yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of those things like I've learned to say no and uh, that was that's come from the start of not giving a fuck like listening to that like three four times yeah and I'm like if I don't want to do something if it's gonna because I'm an introvert to like and I can I can have conversations with like four people max and I can thrive in that environment. I'd say two. Two. Yeah, well, I was being <laughs> I was being kind there. You're two a great one on one and there's a third person you just go quiet. <laughs> yeah. Like I just like I know how to protect my energy nowadays and like I find that really important because I know that if I say it was like a, a balancing scale, so if mine's slightly off kilter, like I'm very prone to just feeling like shit, feeling sorry for myself. And I'm like, oh, what is the point in this? So I'll just say no to things. Because really, no one's going to be that upset if I don't go to stuff. Yeah. Like things that I've said no to. Have you ever been that bothered that I've said no to things? No. No. You no one, said no no one ever me. is. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I always ask, I'm like, going for dinner. I know you don't want to come. You're like, correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like, and that's good. Like, that's how a dynamic of people living together works, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to respect the other person's way of life yeah, yeah, in a yeah. kind of way. And, and luckily ours is very similar. And all you've had to do is just realise that I'm pretty miserable sometimes. And I just like to be on my own. <laughs> like, I really like being on my own. <laughs> like, and what did I realise about me? You just love being around people. Do and I? You're very, very like, generous. So- you're like, if, if someone didn't want to do something for the sake of money, you'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. Like yeah, you'd, yeah, yeah. you'd let them be involved and I know. Like pay life's them too because, short to be yeah. yeah I'd rather have my friends than have money yeah yeah I know what you mean um, I wouldn't 
<laughs> I'd rather have no friends and no money. <laughs> that would be good so life you know, just live crying, in a cave. Crying into my notes. Yeah. Uh, what, did you ask what, I, what I've learned about you since living with you? Get up your face. <laughs> that I can pick up my face? <laughs> um, Siobhan touches her face a lot and she's asked me to tell yeah, her Yeah, because no. I, I also hate the fact that I touch my face. Yeah, she hates but it, I don't so do I have it subconsciously. to shout every time. <laughs> what have I learned about you since living with you? Oh, God, I'm scared. Um... <laughs> That is such a tough one. Okay, we'll come back to it. Because like I, I'm, a, I'm pretty much an open book anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, you need to meditate more. I like do. Proper meditate. I do. I think, uh, and don't don't take this the wrong way oh, God. at all. But like a disattachment from ego, and not that you've got a big ego, but just that one step further. If I'm honest, I think you just need to do some psychedelics, but I, like it's, <laughs> it's, um, that can also be attained by sort of like meditating and just like when you read Awareness, like you loved that book, didn't you? Yeah. Like that's the kind of like if you consume that kind of just go hard spiritual shit and then you'll be like, yeah, oh, cool. Because like you don't really care about it, but like the people on Instagram give you a tough time. Ah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, I never, I like, I talk about it, but like, it never yeah. gets to me. Yeah. It has been a long time since I cared, I think. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll show you the messages and stuff like that I yeah. get. But I would never, like, I'd never be hurt by it anymore. Yeah. I think I've just built up such a... I think you're just quite, you're quite hard. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, in terms of like the ego things, I just like, in terms of heart emotions. Heart of stone. Yeah, heart of stone. I think maybe what I've learned is just that that's where like I'm really emotional and you're not that emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like a red personality type. Oh. Um, read Surrounded by Idiots is good. If everyone, if anyone has anyone in their life that they kind of need to work with a bit better, read Surrounded by Idiots and you'll kind of understand the personality type. And not in a way that like everyone is set to one thing, but there'll be a little gem in there that will like help you deal with it. Like I try not to have conflict with my sister anymore because I know like I'll lose. Why? why like I just don't try and win at things anymore and I'm like oh, I'm so yeah, glad you're that you saying, win you're only saying that because I beat you at chess 40 times <laughs> yeah that is true that is true I don't try um, that was actually because uh, we I put the stuff out on Instagram about like oh, what questions do people have and mm. that was like what have you learned about each other since living together <laughs> so I like I, I've done for you about like the emotional thing like I, I would say like that's what I would push you towards if I was in control of your life which I'm not no and you might just that's like you are do I get to say what it was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. and if it's deadlifts or glute workouts I'm fuming <laughs> um, I think yeah maybe you go a little bit all in on things a bit too much I don't know yeah. like you know how many membership things have you signed up I'm like you know you can do day passes and you're like no I'm going all in like did one Muay Thai class bought gloves wraps everything I'm like have you actually got to use those gloves yeah once in that did first you? class oh okay. and then I did go there on a Saturday and I punched the bag a bit <laughs> and then I haven't used them since Um. then yeah you're like yeah I'm gonna go build some glutes and you deadlift once yeah no, I did deadlift like three times maybe in the last three months. Okay. I think my glutes have got weaker. No, it just, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's, no, no, um, it's good. Once you like, know what you want, like, you know, it's, it's the same. Like, I I don't want to be 
emotional. Yeah, it's um, it works both ways for me. Like, because without that impulse, I'd have never have started the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Because for for me, like, you know, like I buy things, right? Like I buy whatever activity I'm doing. I'll yeah, buy the stuff, the surfboard. The surfboard. <laughs> it's been a nice, you know, piece of art in there. <laughs> it's ornamental. And yeah. I do that with books. I've got so many books at home that I haven't touched. I've probably got 50 that I haven't read at home because I think about it and I'm like, I just need to act on this right now. I need to get rid of this urge. And that's why I think like I'm quite addictive to, to things that like are what? smoking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like when I tried to quit and you're like, oh, why don't you just have one a day? Because I tried to go all in and just cut it out. Yeah, you went off. You give me you one a day. You tried to quit the vape and start smoking instead. <laughs> I'm back on like 20 a day. And every day I look at them, I'm like, oh, I'll, just, I'll just stop them. And I still won't learn that I need to cut down. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Well, Maybe is, that's what I need to learn. Yeah. This is this is good. I think everyone should um do this with their friends. I've I've done this before and this is quite a weird, like activity to do yeah it's like there was three or four mates of us like sat at home and, and we had to say like one thing that we liked about what was going on in someone's life and one thing that we think that they can improve and it's like that's where you have to like drop your ego back and yeah like me I and Sinead tried to do it though we did a podcast we me and Sinead were going to start a podcast oh but we recorded the first episode and we kept fighting so much that we cancelled it <laughs> I still have the recording. I must release it someday. Like I record it on my video. Give it to me. I'll put it on the Patreon if everyone signs up for yeah. it. I'll pay you hundred quid for two it. Two euro. Oh. oh, all right then. Two euro. <laughs> yeah. What, what else are people asking? What else are people asking? Pet oh, sorry, your podcast. You sorry, your your podcast. You can direct it. No, 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 no. Look, look you're a co-host today. Um, why did we move villas? My room was leaking. And you and Sinead. I'd have. always planned on getting a big villa when Sinead came out. Like actually, only going back to the small villa was supposed to be just for Christmas. Um, so, except then we just got comfortable there. And then when I knew Sinead was coming, I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go get a bigger villa. Yeah. Because life is short, and you can't take your money to the grave with you. You definitely can't. Um, here's one, and I've got an interesting answer for this, but I'd like you to go first. Advice for maintaining happiness once you found it. Worried about losing it again. That's a good question because I am really happy day today. I'm not really working towards any major goals. You know, like it's kind of mm. easy to feel like you're, you know, productive and happy when you're working towards something. But at the moment, I am, like, I just say, like, I, I say, like, assess every day and say, like, if are you wake wake up and say, are you happy today? No. Okay, what can I do to change it? Mm. And that's when I wasn't happy after Christmas. I was like, right, what can I do? Do therapy. Do like cut your nails down <laughs> these these practical things like i if, if i'm not happy what can i do to change it if yeah. i am happy okay keep going you know don't feel like you have to go change anything yeah. you know, like uh, i could be i could be really happy now and mm. be like oh yeah but i'm supposed to go get a mortgage or i'm, I'm supposed to be finding the one but yeah. like, well actually i'm just pretty happy so don't feel <laughs> pressure to have to be changing or have to be improving every day if you're just content yeah yeah definitely my advice for that is like don't fucking worry about losing happiness because it's just going to happen anyway. Because mm. you worrying about losing happiness just takes away from the fact that you're happy now. Yeah, yeah. And just be like, just ride the wave. Like, whenever you feel like... Because you can see when I feel good, right? Like, because I'll yeah. get up, I'll be proper chipper in the morning. And if I don't get up and I'm proper chipper, like, 
not that bothered about it like because i know probably in a couple of days time like it will come back and life isn't about like a, a straight like upward trajectory it's about like quite a rogue erratic all over the place graph sort of maybe going upwards maybe yeah. going especially down especially at the moment like people are you know it's all like oh stay positive blah, blah. but like it's you know like there's so many people who are upset and stressed mm. and it's like but it's all and they're trying to stop being stressed and upset but i'm like allow it yeah like even me like i get really hormonal around the time of the month and i'm just i don't try and fix myself and snap out of it i'm like right see us i'm going to bed yeah, i'm yeah, just, just gonna be feel me. sorry for myself <laughs> yeah warn you the next two days i apologize for anything i say and it's not like I try and fix myself. I'm like, okay, these are valid feelings. Like feelings, you can be happy, you can be sad. You don't always have to change it. Yeah, yeah, so. definitely. And yeah, so basically to uh, Andrea, I wouldn't worry about it. Just ride the wave as it is. Um, excited to see Sinead, that's a shit question. Of course she is. <laughs> um, what has been your biggest like, oh shit moment? Like, oh wow, realization kind of thing? Oh, I don't know. I suppose probably like when you get when you get when big brands get in touch and you're like, oh my god, they want to like. I remember Under Armour getting in touch with me, and I was like, oh my god. But then I was equally as sorry. I was equally as excited. I remember this girl had started making her own leggings in Dublin. Um, I said I had about two thousand followers. I'd seen them on Facebook, and I was like, oh my god, these are amazing. How do I order them? And she was like, oh my god, I saw you on Instagram. Mm. do you want to be a sponsored athlete and I remember thinking I was like lads I've made it I'm getting free leggings and <laughs> I was so excited I was like sponsored athlete and like before you had to say hashtag sponsored or anything like yeah, yeah, I was like oh my god I look at these leggings and I was so excited about them that was a huge that was like a really big moment yeah and I say oh shit as in like worried it was like when I quit my job when mm. I just had walked out of the office I had no like I literally had very little money like i didn't have enough money to get me through a month yeah and no job and i was hoping that personal training would work out and i was i was i went to a gig that night and i was just standing there going what the, what yeah. have i done that's crazy i remember my biggest oh shit moment is like in terms of like realization about life is i went to camp festival no it's festival and the xx were playing and i'd been with this girl for ages and we weren't together anymore and I'd taken a pill for the first time in years. And I, like, I came up just as the XX came on. It was the most beautiful moment of my life. Right. And I was like, wow, life can be pretty sick because I've been well sad with this girl for ages. And I know I'm not condoning use of drugs. I mean, do what you want, actually, don't care. But it was just such a good moment. And then also when I got asked to do an audio book. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the best. I love when you come running out of your room and you're like, guess what? Like that happens a lot now. It's yeah, like loads of good things are happening. Yeah, I feel like I've, I've just like stuff sort of flowing my way, which is great because this could have very easily gone wrong. I've been very fortunate with like the the growth of the podcast and like the the opportunities that it's presenting me. And do you ever find? Do you ever? But do you ever think? I always say that like I got so lucky at times, mm. like, but it's always like the harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah, yeah. It is true because like, I'm like I I don't think I work hard at all, but like I'm always on it. Yeah. Apart from the last couple of weeks when I haven't had a laptop, like I've... oh you are. Even yesterday I was asking you, you're like I'm reading. It's work. Yeah, that is yeah, it is true. But like I like I I enjoy it. 
and I think like you're like, allowed to enjoy your work. Yeah, yeah, like that's that is the thing that people misconceive. But um, another question was, if you couldn't do your current job, what would you do? I'd love to be a therapist. Yeah, I love working through people's problems. I love like hearing about conflict, and I'm like, I love talking to people about it and like making them see the other side. And mm. um, yeah, I think I'd love to be a, like a I don't know even what the official word is, but like a therapist or counselor. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have kept up the maths career. No, yeah, you're literally a maths person. What do you call that? Uh, well, I mean, I was studying to be an actuary, but I never did all the ex- actuarial exams. And that's like... They calculate like risk and probability statistics. They normally work at insurance companies and talk about the risk of like people dying. Sounds dreadful. Yeah, it's not. But it pays well. <clears throat> yeah, of course, and that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would be a um... oh did you want to know fine fine you're both answering the questions <laughs> yeah, yeah? yeah sorry do you um, want me to ask you yeah yeah please what would you be if you weren't a professional podcaster I would like to work in a cafe on Bondi from 7 until 3 <gasps> no that's that's really good I wish I <laughs> I want to have my own cafe my own cafe though yeah okay so that I don't actually have to be there I don't want to have to be anywhere yeah that's true I just, I think I've just, I don't really like making coffees, but I just like the working hours, go for a little dip in the sea before work, and it will just be so ideal. And then maybe when I get better at jiu-jitsu, become a jiu-jitsu instructor in the evening. <laughs> Aim high. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing is that you don't have to. Like, what is high in terms of, like, ambition? I think for that's me... That's a like, black belt, I, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, I, I don't doubt that I'll be a black belt at some point because I'm, I'm not going to stop doing jiu-jitsu. Like, I... I I yeah, so one thing you actually it. stick to. <laughs> yeah, like absolutely, like the the non negotiables in my life are meditate, journal, jujitsu, <laughs> smoking. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, not the smoking thing. Like oh, that that will go one day, but I'm reading, obviously. Yeah. Like I have to do that every day. I can't remember the last day that I didn't read. No, you get to. Yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. I get to read. Um, other questions that people have brought in. Someone says that they love what we're both de- uh, doing, which is great. Oh, thank um, you. Cheers. Um, how do we meet? We've gone gone through that one. <clears throat> A book recommendation for intrusive thoughts. Over to you. Oh, I, I just always go back to saying A New Earth. Yeah. Um... Cameron, you mentioned the un- untethered soul recently. I was like, oh yeah, that was very deep. Yeah, my uh, song. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to, you might you might have heard it by the time you listen to this podcast. Um, intrusive thoughts. Yeah, uh, Oprah Winfrey's book is a really easy read. Um, what's it called again? What What I know for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, you rave about that one. Re- to be fair. It's really nice. I always think it's a really nice gift to give to someone as well because it's really nice you know, hardcover with a little fancy silk thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just a really nice read. It's really nice for women. It's really, you know, some f- coming from someone who obviously has all the fame and money in the world mm. and influence and, you know, what she knows for sure is all little things. You know, she loves just sitting under a tree reading a book. Yeah. Like, that's her perfect day or sunset. And all it's all just nice thoughts. Um, mm. And I just think it's a nice gift. I think at a certain point, I think when you give, like, good people millions and millions and millions 
they kind of do revert back to the simple things at some stage because they're like I've tried all these things that everyone says is going to make you happy and like it just doesn't like yeah fame and money is the worst thing to aim for yeah like it's it's not like the fame things like not tangible and that can end overnight the money thing that can be taken away from you very quickly but like but the thing with money though as well, as well is that the more you have the more you spend like you know yeah. like you just if if you're aiming for if you're thinking money is gonna or make you successful yeah it's like how do you actually define how much is like I've worked used to work in recruitment and you know everyone's just wants more and more and more like, but mm. why like you're gonna because, end up working more because that's the point where they're selling their time for money yeah and I think when you get to a point where you're like creating something, you're not selling your time for money anymore. Yeah, it's, like I'm the opposite. I outsource everything. Like yeah, I, you're like four hour work week kind of. Yeah. Um. So like I I just value my time so much more mm. than I value money. And then but then by doing that, it has given me more room to be creative, to build you know to build my business rather than just answering emails all day or, you know like I, it gives you more time then to create more. So you know by not chasing money, it ended up. Yeah. Coming to me in other ways. It's weird. What do you think about manifestation? Um <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I mean the f- I remember the first time I read The Secret, I was like I was in a terrible place anyway, but I was like, What a load of crap. Like yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm just gonna write myself a check and then it's gonna show up. <laughs> um and kind of the first so when I read that I was like, nah, doesn't make sense. Then I read the uh, Tony Robbins Awaken the Giant Within and that was a lot more practical like that was talking about like NLP and how you speak to yourself and like writing down goals and putting these goals in front of you where you can see them every day and I think I would say like the law of attraction works with action you know so when you have an idea in the back like if you man if you really want something it you might even like you can very obviously make choices towards it but you might even subconsciously make choices towards it mm-hmm. um so I think these things can happen without you even realizing but like it's not magic it's yeah. not some uh, like i had to give up on um asking it is given yeah i've avoided these kind of books yeah like sinead raves about it. and this is what i mean sinead really different you know like, yeah she's like yep yeah, just manifest it'll pop up and i'm like yeah it will but do you not see all the work you did like it wasn't the universe putting it yeah. in front of you. you know do not notice that you take credit away from yourself yeah i know I'm like, like you worked for that Someone said to me about like with the audiobook, they were like, "Oh, you manifested that." I'm like, "Nah, like I, I, I knew something like that would happen, but I didn't just say, oh, what someone's gonna get me a deal for an audiobook.'" Yeah. It's like I did that. I've done 76 podcast episodes. I've been answering DMs for like almost yeah. last year. Like I've. But I, you can put yourself in a position for things mm, to happen to you, and that's yeah. where you know the look look you know goes towards those who work because I, something really weird happened with the law of or the what's it called law of attraction yeah I remember saying I wanted to be like Paige Hathaway who was like your typical insta fitness hon in America like she's one of the first ones and when I started Instagram I was like oh I just want to be like her you know like putting up all being a gym bunny um, and I remember she had been given a BMW i8 and I I remember saying, I just need to be like Paige Hathaway. I just need to get a, a BMW, an electric BMW and a dog. Yeah. And th- the way things worked, I ended up getting a BMW sponsorship. Um, coincidentally, because someone in the gym worked for BMW Ireland and was like, well, we, we don't really do sponsorships, but would you drive an electric BMW? And I was like, 
oh my god I manifested this yeah um, now that's you know I do believe in coincidences I also believe yeah. in you know like she wanted to give me it because of all the work I put in because I had built up a following because people yeah. trusted me um, you know so like coincidences work it all comes together I do believe there is something in terms of the universe like I don't know what it is I, do, I feel like there is something that connects us all some sort of energy something mm. and I don't know what it is so I can't really put it yeah. into words uh, but I, I'm, not, I'm very sceptical of things like I'm a very practical thinker like yeah. I think it's from like doing physics and maths like there's I, I want explanations for everything like if I don't understand something I'll question it and if I read a book and I'm like nah doesn't make sense yeah like I've often recommended books that I think are good but there's some of it I don't like um, you know I'm very sceptical with everything sceptical yeah. with people as well I think I think that's I think that's quite a good thing to do and you have to like I mean like trust in the good of the people but we live in an area which is probably the most densely populated part of the world with people that are full of shite <laughs> yes yes and you get that a lot like I, I actually always do see the best in people but unless they mm. do something to annoy me but or to unjustify that judgment yeah, but I don't yeah, I know. I know. Like, even the fact that you're like, Jamie seems sound. I'm like, oh my God, he likes Jamie. Yeah, yeah, Jamie, if you're listening. I don't know why you would, because you live with us both, but you're a legend. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, if, if, I see the best in people, but I also hate inauthenticity. Oh. And I notice, it happens a lot here. Yeah. You know, people are like, they just want to, or they, you just get it a lot, like, hey babe, oh my God, we should meet up. And I'm like, yeah. Would we? But yeah, if I don't know, I just feel like if someone was really like, "Hey, yeah, uh, if you're bored, I'm bored. We should probably meet up." I'm like, "Oh yeah, actually, I could do it meeting or just having a chat with someone." Yeah. You know, like, but I just hate this whole people, just yeah, filling me with you know, I just I can see it from a mile away, and yeah. I, that turn that that then makes me so I become skeptical of them, and I become a little bit standoffish. Yeah, and I don't like that about myself. Yeah, it's funny. Do you know there's a, um, in that book, Why Buddhism is True book that I'm reading by um, Robert Wright, he says about people's like disposition um, to like, if, if someone they don't like does something good, they won't like credit that person in the way that like if their friend did something good, because they'll be like, oh, that's a one-off, like usually they're a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like I suppose like in life, I know there are people who tend to be inauthentic, inauthentic, inauthentic just all the time. But like they have the capability to be good and yeah, to be yeah, authentic. Yeah. But it is a choice in, in not doing so. Like I think on Instagram stories, I don't know if people can see through it or not. I can see through it in people so much. Yeah. Like I th- I always feel like I'm pretty much myself on my story. Yeah, I hope I am. Um, although I haven't really been on much because my skin's been bad. But uh, I see it so much with girls, you know, like just a lot of girls I follow. It's all very scripted or they're saying mm. what people want to say or... And it, but I, I, it comes down to I think self esteem. Like I wouldn't be like judging them. I'm like, I'd more so feel like oh that person needs a little bit more self confidence to be their true selves. Yeah. You know that's what I think. You know if the, if the whole world was maybe not always their true self, but you know if there was just a little bit more authenticity. Yeah. And not just trying to be other people or trying to fit into a certain way of life. Or, yeah. I'm getting. Off nah, no. Nah, I think I think it's like authenticity mixed with a bit of kindness and like awareness about other people's feelings and emotions yeah yeah because if you think what if you think someone's a twat like you genuinely think they're a twat for doing something like it's best probably not to tell them 
like, yeah, because yeah. they probably don't think it but you can take your own personal responsibility to then not spend time with that person yeah or like yourself from situation. give them like one more chance and like if they keep doing that then you just don't hang out with them yeah or i'd be very honest like if i if i if i knew if i noticed someone was like giving out about stuff a lot i'd question them on it mm. you know like i'd have i'd know people who would give out about something and i'm like why why is that yeah, yeah. you know and then they might say and i'm like yeah okay do you feel like that okay well maybe they didn't realize or you know yeah, yeah. um but that can be that you know like people don't like being quite like people don't like being questioned on what they believe yeah, yeah yeah so and like people i mean i think you know people do it to me as well but you learn to question i mean i question everything you know i look for other perspectives and everything mm. so i just think it'd be better if other people did as well yeah i think that's a, that's probably why you like books so much because you do question you have you're interested yeah in stuff like oh. just random stuff like what book have you been reading at the moment some like oh like on behavioural economics yeah couldn't yeah. pay me to read that huh couldn't pay me to read behavioural economics no it's interesting it's not it's not It's not just about finance like it's it's more about like how people react in terms of like pricing yeah it's, I'm not gonna say <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no I, I get really interested in different things like mm. I've realised like I've realised ages after I was reading loads of books in psychology that it was actually psychology that I was interested in. Like, I'd yeah. be like, hey, why does that happen? Or, and, and the more I learn about things, I realise that, like, there's so much to learn that we don't have a clue about. And I'm like, yeah. do I have time to learn it all before I die? That's, that's the thing, right? Because there is so much out there to learn for people. And I'm like, there's not enough time. I know, there's so many people who just go through life thinking they know everything and yeah. they're just scratching the surface. That's That was probably the biggest, like, oh shit moment for me, actually, is realising, like... After the XX. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know nothing. Yeah, yeah. And, and to have that... It was like Plato, who's like OG philosopher, was like, any time he was asked a question, it's like, I know nothing. I know nothing. Even though he probably knew more than most people in the world at the time. yeah. But like you know nothing for sure. Yeah, except for Oprah because she knows a few things. She knows a few know things for sure. Is sure. <laughs> that but but she knows from her experience what she likes. Yeah, yeah. And like you have to take everything with a pinch of salt. And like, yeah, because like, no, I've read books that are completely contradicting of each mm. other as well, which is really interesting. But then I find it so. I remember like even there's some books that I'm like, oh, this is. I'd be reading parts of it. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Mm. And then I'd be hesitant to recommend it because it might be a part of it that I disagree with. Yeah, yeah. And so you only like put a disclaimer when you're like swipe up for this book. But you know, chapter four goes a little bit too much into blah blah and. Mm. But, you know, because I've had people give out to me, like, oh, you recommended this book and I disagree. And I was like, oh, yeah, you disagreed with that bit as well. But did it not get you thinking? Yeah. Like, I just like to get people thinking. Yeah. Because thinking is so underrated. People, <laughs> don't give them, no, people don't give themselves time to think. Like, Yeah, that's what, and that's why journaling, meditating, like, we're surrounded by noise. Yeah. Like, on the phones the whole time, taking in other people's thoughts and other people's and not questioning that at all. Yeah. Letting yourself get angry about something you see on Instagram without questioning, like, why that person posted it? What are they, what's going on in their life? Yeah. Why does it matter to you? Why does it? Yeah. It doesn't. I, I find myself, like, I'm looking at, like, Instagram stories and I'm like, I actually do not care about this. As much as I care about that particular person... <laughs> I'm just laughing because that's so like me. I'd be nearly like, God, I better watch their story now in case they think, you know, like it's like me going, oh, I better go out for dinner. You'd be like, I'm just not going to watch it. I'm like, yeah, I should yeah. try that. Like, 
I think watching people's stories because I feel like I should. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm mostly like the people that are in front of my stories are around you. <laughs> are around me, yeah. Because it'll be whether on the same time zone or like if I just really want to know what you had for breakfast. <laughs> but like, what what can you do as an alternative to scrolling through people's Instagram stories? There's so much and people just make, it's not even a conscious choice to not look through people's lives you don't even really care about. I've never put anything that interesting on my story. Really. I mean, granted, it's probably more interesting than most people's because it's about books and it's educational, but people might not want to see that. Yeah, yeah. People might want to see... Winnie. Winnie, yeah, people do want to see Winnie. I think you should combine, I think you should put your, I think you should combine your life and your podcast and just keep it all in one. Do you think? Yeah. People want to know you, not just books. What, and just get rid of that other Instagram? Yeah. But I've got so much on there. No, you don't get rid of it. You just keep it. Like you just change the name. Or... I have an old account that I still go back and look at. When I combined my fitness with my actual life. Yeah. I think people would be more interested in, like, they'd be more engaged in your stories if they knew a little bit of books, a little bit of Winnie, a little bit of Ed. Yeah. Sometimes Siobhan. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I'll put it out as a poll. Actually, why am I asking care. what other people why would I ask what other people do all that matters is what I tell you to do yeah but no I think I think that is a thing if you look at most people who are like successful in that space they put online, their own sorry, it's, their whole, it's their whole life yeah. people that have just podcast accounts yeah like my, it's my podcast their personality account, like it's, yeah, about, it's my podcast would not be as big as it is if I just put stuff about the podcast up yeah like, my most successful posts aren't even about books. Yeah. But then you don't realise, yeah, those those un, those unrelated posts get people in, but then, and the other posts that don't have as much interaction, you might help four people with it. Yeah, yeah. Now, the un, unrelated ones probably didn't help anyone, but you got attention. And, like, that's what it all is. It's, and it's about being smart with Instagram. It's about knowing what gets people attention, what people want to hear, and then, but not, and using that information like ethically instead of like, yeah. you know, just copying people's content and yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. likes that way. Like just being your true authentic self. Yeah. There was that time, wasn't there, in, in January and I was like, I need, I, like, I'm, I'm worried about these likes, but it's being seen by enough people of, of my following. And that's the important thing is that people do see it because if they need to see it, it's there for them. And like people might take value from posts, not even like it. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think the, it's difficult to see stuff on the feed now. I think you need to, has to be on stories. And I think to get people watching stories, there has to be more personality behind stories. Yeah. Um, and then you just put in a little swipe to your podcast. Whatever. Every now and then. And, yeah, and, and share got, the I've swipe. Got, I've got to. on a right personality. I mean, you can work on it. Yeah. We can all work on it, right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that one back. <laughs> Um, I want to talk to you about the judgment detox, considering we're just judging each other here. Yeah. Um, did you finish that? I, well, yeah, the last chapter or something is all meditations, so... Oh, <laughs> terrible. No, but it was, uh, again, see, my Audible, I'm never just sitting down listening to Audible, so it was. I always said I'd go back and do those meditations sometimes I'm sitting down. Yeah. Um, like I was out walking on the beach or driving to Uluwatu or something, I was like, now's not the time to meditate. Well, yeah. um, I, I mean everything you can meditate in any whenever you're doing but just not those meditations anyway but the first part if you the first part of the book is so good um sorry it's not just, i didn't just read the first part like the majority of it yeah, yeah. um 
it's it's only on Audible. Uh, Sinead recommended to me, and it's yeah, it's all about realizing that you're judging yourself, others, and try and flip it and and like do it from a place of love. Yeah. So again, the easiest thing to say is when you're or to look at it as an example is the like the trolls online. Mm. You know, people would write to me and I'll judge them. Going, I used to be judging. Going, oh you know oh if only i had that amount of time or they probably have too much time on their hands and you know they're just jealous yeah, yeah. but i could kind of still say the same thing but from a place of love where i'd say oh actually they must be really bored i feel sorry for them and not in a patronizing way yeah, you know yeah. like okay i understand why they're lashing out or why they might think this about me yeah and and kind of just wish them well yeah, and yeah. it will make absolutely no difference like they'll still message me they'll still be angry but it'll just be it's actually more of a selfish thing like I'll be calmer about it Yeah, it'll stop me being angry about something or you know being petty or replying yeah. in, in a way um, but I notice that like I'm judging myself you know like give, we judge ourselves more than anything you know giving yeah. out about uh, I don't know what I look like or anything you know and and then I'm like judging myself or judging myself and yeah, it's about kind of no it's all about you know just slowing down and noticing things um, I see it in other people so much like judgement I'm like you are judging that person like what you don't know what that person is doing yeah. or why they're doing that and you've just made yourself angry about that but then I'm like oh no I'm after judging them yeah. for judging I'm like I don't know where the answer where it stops I think you have like you have to completely disassociate from the self yeah and that's a very, very, very difficult thing to do. And there's not many people in the world that have done that. I think judgment yeah. is just a natural part of life. Yeah. Because we need judgment to make good decisions. Yeah. And like obviously a lack of judgment, if you like if you take judgment out of a situation, like it can go really badly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you could make a poor decision that puts you in a dangerous situation. Yeah. Um you could like be like, Oh, I'm not gonna judge this person and not read the signs that they're a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, <laughs> by not judging people and and I think I I actually judge people pretty hard yeah you do like and I, I'm I'm That's very yeah yeah <laughs> I just yeah. judge you but I'm I'm happy with that because I've I've got very um, I've got like a big security guard sat at the gates of people that I let into my life I know and I'm in there yeah <laughs> yeah you're in you're on the other side of the fence and like I think you just have to judge from a place that like, you just know that you never have to say anything to that person. You never have to comment on their life. Like you, it shouldn't take up too much space yeah. in your mind, but it's just noted and then it's filed away. Yeah, it's not actually about the, the judgment detox isn't about not judging. It's about just noticing mm. the judgment and just moving on. Yeah. Or sending love, like just yeah. doing it from a loving, like just being like, okay. Like and it doesn't mean you have to like love everyone, but yeah, you know, it just it it just it brings you more content. I think like the so whole like loving everyone thing is is obviously difficult. It would be great if everyone did, but there's a um, type of meditation in called Meta, which is like a loving kindness. Oh yeah, and it's on the Sam Harris app, which is great, and you get a 28 day free trial if anyone wants to look at the Waking Up app. Um, okay, not affiliated fine. With. I wish will do it, it. wish I was. Um, but you like you you essentially start by self love on like on the first date, which is surrounding yourself with like a ball of light in a visualization. Oh, yeah. 
This is very like another meditation I did. Yeah, and then vision. you extend it. Yeah, like a vision one. Um, you then extend that to other people. And then you think of a particular person, maybe someone that you don't like. And like in your head, like the mantra's going on, like, I wish you no suffering. I wish you a happy life. I wish you love and happiness. Yeah. And to do that with people that you don't like, it's fucking difficult. But yeah. after that meditation, you're like the I swear the brain waves have just calmed right down. Yeah. And you leave like almost like smiling. Like you know, like this morning when I came in after that meditation, I was like, I've just done forty five minutes. Yeah. Like I I was genuinely way happier than when I woke up. Not that I was particularly unhappy, but like it's it's a sentence of achievement, but when your brain is calm there's no better feeling and it's not that like whilst you're meditating or, or doing something like that, that's a visualization you're not trying to calm the mind Vipassana is more like focusing on, on awareness of things so you're never stilling the mind I'm learning a lot here okay well I'll keep going then so you like you never still the mind with meditation the whole point is that like we're taking away judgment right and this weirdly this is deja vu and I don't know how um, I just got deja vu a minute ago. Yeah, what like the severe hell? deja vu. And okay. I, weird. Crazy. Um, we probably just had this conversation yeah. in the morning, but like, um, I put up a post the other day, didn't I, about my like three hundred days and how like you can never be a good meditator. And someone said like, oh, you can be a good meditator. You did this, you know, like basically like blowing a bit of smoke up my ass. And I was like, oh, like but I didn't respond to it because I like I just disagreed with it. I can't be asked to engage in disagreements on the internet. Like yeah. I don't, I, if I want to debate, I'll have one with like one of my close friends or something, or like I'll have it on a podcast with someone so like yeah. it's interesting, other people can hear it. I'm not getting involved in Instagram comments. There's no way, but like you can't be a good meditator. You can just be a persistent one. You yeah. can be the person that, all right, I'm meditating. I'm me I'm meditating. I'm meditating. Why on earth did I, um, not block that kick at bar and a Muay Thai like for you the other day? And for me, like I think about jujitsu so much when I meditate, but I just have to bring it back to the breath or bring it back to another different sensation. Yeah. And that's all it's about. It's just consistent bringing back to a central point because you're going to get off course, but you just bring yourself back to the center. And I think that's why it transfers so well into like normal life Yeah, is because in life, you're going to go off center, right? Like you're going to go off on different places, but it's about recognizing where you are. I'm like, oh shit, this is not the direction I want to go in. I need to like alter my course a little bit yeah like that 45 minutes like there's so many things that I could have been like I would I would have thought about but I would always bring it back to a sensation or, or whatever would come up or I'd try and go focus on the breath for the in breath and then noise outside for the out and then that and then my ankle would start hurting and I'd just focus on the sensation and then my hips would ache and I'd focus on the sensation and it's about moving your attention around and trying to focus it. It's a, that you obviously are good at meditation. But subjective. Like, like yeah, it's subjective. Yeah, subjective. But like, like, I'm like, God, I really need to get better at it. But that's the thing is like, I'm not good at it. Because just I've done, it done what, like 127 hours? This is like the atomic habits. It's like, it's just doing it. Yeah. It's, it's just, just like, you don't get good. It's like when listening to, it's actually James Smith and James Clear on their podcast. They're talking about writing books. And I, it's when mm. I had like the idea for the book. And they're like, yeah, it's like, we just, we didn't, we're not amazing. We just sat down every day for half an hour and wrote. Mm. Like just, typed and I was like oh yeah yeah I could do that like half an hour of typing and yeah. then you've got a best-selling book yeah and that like I'm just gonna do a minute a day when I get home is that's gonna be my minimum my minimum like dedication to myself and to my future self 
is I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write for a minute every day for my novel. And then at some point, maybe in two years, maybe in 18 months, maybe in six months, maybe in a year, I'll have a book. And I'm like, I've got loads of publishers' emails, so I'll just say, oh, do you want to have a look at this? Very good. And then I can get an editor on that will like cut out probably half of it. And be like, right, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I'll be like, cool, well, I'll do that in my minute a day. Yeah, anything, just build it up yeah. slowly. But basically, back to the whole meditation thing is you can never be good at it. And I'm taking that from Sam Harris, who's like, you, you can't be good at this. It's not a thing that you can be good at because you can't quantify it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's so subjective. It's so to the person. You never know that someone's a good meditator. When you Unless first start, you when you, when, yeah, when you first start, and, and if they tell you about it, they're full of shit. Because like the whole idea of meditation, it's, it's, like, it's an unattainable thing. One person in history ever has become enlightened. The Buddha. Oh. Who, do we know if he's real? Who fucking knows or no, cares? He is, he is real. Yeah, so is Jesus, right? Like, no, no. <laughs> so is Santa. So is the Easter Bunny. You never know. What? No, the Buddha. It's your man, the prince. He was like Siddhar, Siddhar or something. Yeah, yeah. He, came he was a sat. real person. Yeah, they're all real persons at some point. <laughs> Stories of... Uh, this is a long time ago. There's a lot of time for the story to change. No, but I don't think he was even that... Oh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I've definitely read a good few books on Buddhism and like, it's all about... like he's the, It's the opposite to... Not the opposite to Jesus and all, but yeah, yeah. He, he actually existed. Yeah, yeah, fair. No, 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 I suppose, Sorry. yeah. I suppose a particular version of a man called Jesus Christ probably did exist. Yeah. And he probably did fool a lot of people and get him really high. If anyone reads The Immortality Key, you'll understand. Oh, um, I haven't read that. Oh, it's about psychedelics and the origins of religion. It's very interesting. Oh. And it's like science-backed as well, because obviously right. science always wins. But not always, because there is some unexplainable things. Anyway, like back to meditation. One, one, yeah. <laughs> yeah <whore. gasps> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit that out. It was a joke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the <laughs> back to meditation. Okay, you, I'm going to start can't, meditating. You can't be good at it. But the, the most important thing is that you understand that when you start and that you understand that sometimes that 20 minutes is going to be hell in the morning, but after you feel better for it. Yeah, it's same with yoga. Yeah, same, same with running. The, yeah, same with same all with. of these things that are really, really good for you. And like me and Jay this morning, when we did that cold bath, like we were saying, like, there's just so much stuff that you need to do every day to improve your life. Like, how do you even pick? Yeah, I know. It's how do you construct a morning routine when there's everyone telling you to do everything? Yeah. And I think you have to pick your poison of maybe Yoga three or four. Yoga over meditation. <laughs> yeah. I think three or four things to put in maybe your morning over a period of time. Like a, it depends a on your... gradual introduction of these things. Like I sent that email the other day. Like, why don't you just do a minute, minute of meditation, a minute of journaling, a minute of like stretching or yoga and a minute of something else that I can't remember that I put in there reading that would be the thing that I'd put in there right um, because then four minutes out of your day you've, you're starting a, like a good solid habit that will yeah. help you over time two of those things are probably going to drop off because you realise that you enjoy the other two a little bit more and then before you know it like you've got a solid morning routine because like I didn't start with one yeah. I don't know how I'm going to get meditation in properly I, I do it sometimes and then thing is I'm going to be fall asleep 
I can't do it in morning or nighttime. But that's when your focus is like, your focus can get better. Your focus will improve with meditation, but that doesn't obviously make you like a better meditator. Like your creativity will expand. Like so many benefits to meditation. Like there's the science of it is like some sort of waves in your head. Maybe they're beta or gamma waves. They calm down. Yeah, yeah. Do you know like this morning when I was talking about how my brain felt like fuzzy, but like in a really amazing way. Yeah, that I think it's alpha waves. I think that's the same thing like when you're in level oh, one of the levels of sleep. It's the same as when you meditate, mm. and that's why meditation helps your sleeping pattern so much as well. Yeah. Well, I don't know about yours. Not me. <laughs> my sleeping pattern is I'm I'm all set for an early death due to lack of sleep, I reckon, but who cares, man? Read Matthew life Walker's so far. Why We Sleep. I have. That's why I know I'm on for an early day. I know, I just I know, I have to stop recommending that to people who can't sleep because yeah. it's literally like, Oh, you should read this book about how not sleeping can kill you. And yeah. Like, okay, now I'm gonna wall I awake stressed about that. The book of rest is good. You know, I spoke to those authors before yeah. Christmas and then it got lost on my laptop. Like it, it teaches you about like not meditating, not focusing on anything. But just like you know when you breathe and there's that brief pause at the top of your out breath. Yeah, it's called it yoga. Turns, but no, before it turns into a um an in breath. There's a brief pause, which is nothing. That pause is called yoga. Is it? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, because it's yoga nidra is the like particular type of um teacher that oh, James and Gabs. <laughs> I can't remember their last names, but it's called the Book of Rest. And honestly, I think if your mind's too busy, you should read that book. Um, but that's what yoga is, is it? I think that's what yoga means. It's that space between yin and yin and yang. I, I could be completely misquoting this. I'm not sure, but I Who think cares? that it sounds space good. Space between the inhale and the exhale. Yeah. That absolute stillness is called yoga. That's crazy because yoga actually didn't used to be movements. It did used to just be meditation. No, and yoga is so much more than just the movements. Mm. There's like, there's so much more to it. Go on then. I learned that. Two I don't know. Did you, did, like Jenny, Jenny would know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jenny taught Jenny me a lot in. about it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, I need to do it. Yeah. And I need to do meditate. That's our goal. Yeah. Right. That's the deal. We're doing a little swap, but I'm not going to stop meditating. I think that's a... I just know that I need to get up a half an hour early to fit in this hour of meditation. Although I, I need could to get easily... up half an hour earlier to do... Because like, I do like the five minute shavasana at the end of my yo- my thing. And that's just pure meditation at the mm. end of the yoga. But it's too short for me now. Like it's... Yeah. And I'm literally just kind of kicking in and then it's like over. Yeah. It's like um, old meditation Dave said. He was like, "Oh yeah, you're only if you're this podcast will come out before that one anyway." But um, everyone I spoke to a guy called Meditation Dave, and he's so smart, and he is a meditation teacher. Um, he said that doing five minutes of meditation or twenty minutes of meditation is like going to the gym, doing your warm up, and just packing your bags and going home. <laughs> it's like you're not even scratching the surface, which is what's pushed me in the last like two, three days to, to like to push beyond twenty minutes. So like last two days I've done 45 and I'm going to build that up to an hour by the time I get back to the UK and then just try and just make that that's going to be my morning meditation it's not going to be a difficult everyone thing. like when I read you know the tribe of mentors yes, Tim Ferriss yeah. like talking to mo- all the most successful people in every field and I'd say 90% of them they're asked you know like what's important to them and 90% say meditation mm. like and these are people who are running several businesses yeah. they're sitting for an hour to, like that's their priority of their day is to meditate yeah. for an hour so like there's obviously something there there's obviously like it's no secret is yeah, it? That, yeah. like success and 
meditation, reading, doing things that are like wellness-based things will lead to success. Yeah. It's the like the guy who runs Spotify reads 70 books a year, reads them, doesn't get them on Blinkist or something or listen to them on like two times speed. Like he sits down and he reads because it's about priorities. And it's where people's like, oh, I haven't got time. It's like bullshit. You haven't got your priorities right. And it's not that it's necessarily right. It's just like you haven't got your priorities in line with what you actually say you want. Yeah, yeah. And it's difficult to get them there and it is a process and maybe it'll take a year of like uncomfortable activities in your day but after that time like it's it's just set it's just part of your day yeah like it's it's just yeah when your actions are in line with your goals it's a a lot easier like it's Mm. people you're saying oh i should read i'm like well why do you think you should read you have to realize why you want to read Mm. and when you have that why it'll actually motivate you to do it yeah instead of just going oh i should be reading or i should be whatever yeah. Or like I should be meditating, and then the more I listen to even you talking about it, I'm like, it's not that I feel like I should. I'm like, I yeah, I can see the benefit. You're, mm. I'm motivated to actually do it. Yeah. What's your why? <gasps> I, I, I've, I want to be really content. I want my family to be really content, and then I want to help other people be content, yeah. and, and that usually means health and <clears throat> happiness. Yeah. Um, yeah like it's just helping and like sometimes I wonder like why do I bother like with Instagram and stuff like posting yeah. all these tips and like, like why am I doing this you know like obviously it, it does help my business when I have attention but you know I genuinely like you know I learn something I'm like oh my god I have to tell everyone about this yeah or like the books like I'm like oh my god I have to tell everyone about this book they need yeah. to read this book it'll help other people be more content yeah and I think when it comes down to it, like if I had all the money in the world and all the time, I'd like I'd I think I'd, I'd just try and teach or help people in that way, mm. like like be a therapist would yeah. do it for free. I don't know. But like they have to work full time jobs. That's the thing. No, but I mean, if I could just you, I could do my couple own hours in the morning or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair. That's a nice answer. Yeah, it's just I mean, because I think I've got everything I need. Yeah which is just being happy each day. Which is, I mean, it's not a bad place to be. Yeah. I think, for me, asking the question to myself... Oh, yeah? Is, uh... It is your podcast. It is my podcast, yeah. Like, my why is that I just know the transformation that I've been through, which is, like, it's, it's a classic, but it's, it's... It's just so... Anyone that has known me before I started reading and started doing all this stuff, like my friend Giles, who you're like, probably, <laughs> best friend Giles. Oh, best friend Giles, best friend Giles. Like, he's, when we were in sixth form, <laughs> my ex girlfriend and his ex girlfriend had a fight at a club, and my ex girlfriend took her shoe off and clobbered around the head or something. Oh my God. <laughs> and then we almost had a fight at school about it the next day. And I was the aggressor. Like I used to be so angry all the time. Just a just a little thing would like flip me over. And I, I know like at seventeen, like I'm a young boy, like full of testosterone, or like <laughs> probably not full of testosterone, <laughs> but like I was just an angry person. Like I've, I've been arrested for fighting and stuff. Like the whole reading thing has just completely calmed me down. 
Yeah. Like, and you want to help other people do that. I just think I was the I'd, same with my. Yeah. But so that's why I share what I'm doing and why I share my life and all mm. the possibility that you can live like this, and it's not. Yeah. I'm not telling you should live like this, but it's like so I can get through to me. You know, six years mm. ago, seven years ago at this stage, where I was just sitting at a desk and I was like, there, ha-, and I knew I didn't. I just wasn't content, and I was like, there has to be more to life than this. Yeah. And if I had been following someone that was like, actually, you don't need that career. You don't need that. Like if I'd been following yeah. someone like myself. So, you know, I make a lot of enemies, but or not enemies, but, you know, a lot of people don't appreciate the content. But then if there's a couple of people who are like, you've given me the motivation to yeah. or you've made me realize that I don't need to do this. I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, yeah. So that's my why. And if Just one person messages you, there's at least 20 other people that are thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that's really like touching. Like some people will message me like, I love getting messages but at the same time like I've I feel awkward because I'm like now nah, like it's not me bro it's you you've done this like you've just like picked no, up you've a book. helped yeah I'm sure I have but I haven't, can't got, take I haven't got to, yeah I haven't yeah I can't take praise like I I I know myself that what I do is good yeah you know and like at the end of the day that's what it is it's not amazing it's not brilliant like it's just good it's it's solid it's it's honest work <laughs> like i just want people to breed expand their mind like i was so like i voted tory probably four years ago i don't know what that means um conservative like right wing oh yeah and i don't know nothing about politics we don't need to go into um, politics but like i was very much just like well i mean continuity breeds success right which is so untrue it's like change now you're aware of your privilege I'm aware of my privilege yeah of course and like I, I reflect on things like when we when I was ill and I was like oh everyone on Instagram just tells you what to care about and then I didn't even tell you that I was like I changed my mind on it you yeah. had to listen to it in a podcast <laughs> that I changed my stance on that but like I, I think that's quite a good thing for people to recognise is that sometimes like your brain is tainting your thoughts yeah like you don't know what it's like to be a woman yeah i have no idea yeah i've dressed as a but woman just acknowledging it but just <laughs> but just acknowledging it like saying like that's the whole this year obviously or last year mm. learned so much about racism and like i yeah. was like and and even just by acknowledging that you don't know is a step yeah. you know that you're not it's the whole it's the people who are ignorant you know like you know say what do I need to learn about it for? Or there is no racism or there is no inequality. Yeah. That is mad when there's like, oh, there's none of this, there's none of that, there's none of that. I and think... That's their experience. Yeah. I think in terms of the world, like it is a bit crazy now because everyone's sensitive about something and, and you just never know what's going to upset someone anymore. Because yeah. what they might think is pathetic for... If, I, it, if I was to complain about something, they might think that's pathetic. And then if they were to complain about something, I might think that's pathetic. But yeah, yeah. each person is taking what happened out of the equation, feeling the exact same hurt. Yeah, yeah, and but it's just and it's different uh, experience of the world. Like, yeah, mm. you, I could be complaining about something like, I don't know, something about being a woman. Yeah, period. And yeah, well, that's not that's that's just fact. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like the way I have to, like I can't, I can't have my phone out. Uh, on bike. your bike yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't have my phone out on the bike you can yeah and but and you probably you, you, at least you can acknowledge that but some people are like you can like what's the difference and like you don't realize we are just as a female you can't yeah. go around on your own like yeah. 
you know, like they, there's been talks about like going to feminism, but like the, you know, the women, you know, they're asked, you know, what would you do if there was no men in the world? And it's like, oh, I'd go for a walk late at night. Mm. You know, like we're, a man wouldn't think at and wouldn't think twice of that. You know, like yeah. so. It's and sometimes I didn't even realize these things, but you know, like so a man couldn't say that's not a valid thing because they just don't know what it feel feels yeah. like to have that feeling over your head yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, and I'm no expert in feminism at all, but again, no. I've just been learning, learning, reading. Yeah, I think, well, I, I use that as an example. Like, um, and people are always doing, like, need fe- feminism. I'm like, well, whenever I've had a girlfriend, like, I've, I've, I've felt a concern for them being out and, and smashed. Like, obviously, being, like, smashed, like, of their own accord. Like, they've just been absolutely bad. Yeah. Like, that's what they've gone out for. But, like, I've, I've been concerned on their behalf knowing that their inhibition is gone for them to like walk home because there are people out there evil evil people that will prey on that yeah and no one's ever had to worry about me going home well apart from you probably worry about me going <laughs> home but like <laughs> texting when you're home yeah, like, yeah. I don't do that yeah okay <laughs> like um there's the, there's just needs to, like who knows what needs to happen but then like also on the flip side it's like then there's denial of of men having issues and like the patriarchy oh, yeah, yeah. serving men in a bad but, way but yeah and uh, that's and that's where our, ste- our yeah. conversation came from it's like yeah you can be a man and feel danger yeah. in danger as well yeah but it's just different yeah, yeah and that's and it's really hard to explain that and that's what the like yeah difference is uh and same with racism you know people say there's reverse racism and all this but like it's not or you have white people who have serious problems and you have black people who have great lives and they'll say that like it's there's reverse racism yeah, it's, it's like, like it's no, individual basis different. right but for the most part life would be I think that there's a an image of like ah oh, there's three people there's a black guy can't see over the fence or can see over the fence but needs a couple boxes and then a white person can just automatically see over the fence or actually, the black person cannot see over the fence. Then there's a white guy who can just like see over the fence. Like, oh, you should have a look at this, but like he's already got two, okay, two like yeah, blocks yeah. like looking up, and he's like, "Well, I'm starting from here. I can't see." Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you do just like you start from a disadvantaged position. Yeah. Not because like it's it's weird for me to talk about it as a yeah. white person because like I don't know, but like society is is aimed towards a way that it's just a bit more fucking difficult right yeah and that's what I learned that there's no easy solution to no. racism uh, or maybe even and feminism it's all you know um, what's the word systemic um, yeah but I mean acknowledging it even going I don't understand as a white male yeah you don't understand like white privilege male privilege white middle class English male. yeah English middle class yeah um, Grew up in pretty much villages, like it's. You're gonna give it. Could have been harder, couldn't it? <laughs> like, but then, but then, but then there's there's the case in point that it is an individual basis. That like, one of my friends had like serious trauma. Went on a date with a girl who was like super super feminist, super radical, and was like, "Your life will never be as hard as a black woman's." And he was like, "You actually don't know what's gone on in my life." Yeah. yeah. And like, it's fucking dreadful. Yeah. And then and it's that's the point where people need to look at it on an individual basis. Yeah, it's communication yeah. of yeah, of of all these things. Like it's been so difficult yeah. to navigate it online because you know, like silence when it, uh, Black Lives Matter was seen 
as you know com- being complicit and then if you don't say anything if you said the wrong thing it's mm. like it's easier like when you're online just be like okay I'll say nothing but I learned yeah. the more I learned I was like that you know the, I can use my voice to learn and yeah. educate yeah people who like you know say a month before that I didn't have a clue I thought you know just not talking about racism was yeah. helpful um yeah. so th- I was like okay if I take it for the team acknowledge that I should have talked about it sooner yeah and just talk about it now and take you know if I do say things wrong I'll take it and learn yeah and realize it's not about me at all you know like it's not about no oh, and like again that, that all came from books yeah. and, and, and and listening to other people's content you know and like listen to people who are actually are affected and, and learning from them and it made me yeah it's all about just realizing how little you know acknowledging it yeah. trying to learn more it's about just yeah knowing nothing and just trying to know something yes because that's all you can really do it's just trying to be a little bit better isn't yeah. it that's that's really what it comes down to and reading helps and re- yeah reading does help and like I think obviously like this episode's not been too heavy on the book, but it is centered around books. Yeah. But like this has probably been one of my favorite episodes to record because I just get to have a chat with a mate, you know. I know it's as if we've been talking to each other solidly for the last three months. Yeah. <laughs> well, I probably usually I'd have gone to my room by now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're just I'm like, like Jesus. just getting up for a second. I'm like, is he coming back or no? I think I think he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I just go and just like lie down. Like I I do that at like family parties. My mum will be like, where's Ed? And I'll just be in, sat in my room, just doing nothing. I'm like, what? You, like, what? And I'm like, I need to get my energy back. That's just too much. Oh. That's why this pandemic's been great for me. No more family parties. Sound. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's been shit for everyone else, but <laughs> I just don't like family parties. I miss parties. Yeah, see, I don't. I'm quite happy to just not really go to parties ever again. I know. I wouldn't mind going to a shite festival. Crack. Yeah, yeah. But I bring more to the table than the shy crack, you know. Yeah, if you're there. Yeah, if I'm there, if I'm not in my room. Yeah. <laughs> what's um, what's coming up next for you, Siobhan? Who knows? Yeah. Sinead's coming over. Um, Ed's leaving me. I'm very upset. Yeah. Um, well, not so much anymore now that you know Sinead. Yeah, I know. Like, to be honest, I was very <laughs> upset when you told me you were going to leave. And then I had to, like, I was angry at you. Like, and I had to, like, I know. I had to again, self reflect. Just like, okay, this is you worried about being lonely or, like, feeling rejected by, like, why does he want to go sit in his room in the UK rather than being in Bali with me? Yeah. And then Sinead was like, I'm coming. I was like, okay, bye, Ed. I know. You, came, you literally yeah. came to me like, Sinead's coming. You can go now. <laughs> and, like, honestly, I'd, like, I did feel like a sense of relief because, like, it's been so nice living with you. Like it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's good to make a new. It was friend, unexpected. You know? Like it's gonna. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll have a spare room when you come over. Like I knew we got on, but I just didn't think we'd like it'd be as good. Yeah, and then um, and obviously all the people are like, oh, what kind of you guys never got together? The answer is no. No. Like that's what people don't understand is like when he's like my little brother. Yeah, and like you've just you've been my stand-in sister. Thanks. But we, like, we get on, obviously. And yeah. we, like, I get on my sister now. But, like, it's just funny that you're very similar in, like, personalities. Both, just because he has red Both hair. redheads, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. But, yeah, what, what can people find you on? Instagram. All of my followers are probably your followers anyway. Uh, Instagram, shiv.ohagan. Oh, I do online coaching as well. Yeah, like but fitness. can you spell fitness. shiv for people? Because... S-I-O-B-H dot... <laughs> O H A G A N. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking straight when I changed my username. And you can only change it once. Like with the blue tick, you had to like I had to apply to Facebook to change my name. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that no one 
reads S-I-O-B-H as ship. Yeah, especially not people here in Bali. Like, Siab? Siab? Mr. Siab? Siab? No, no. Yep, that's That'll me. Be, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. And, okay. Thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks for having me. This is cool in the studio. Feels yeah. sick of doing podcasts on Zoom. Uh, we're going to do another, uh, we'll do another update. Well, we could do like once a year. Yeah. Should we do that? Oh, I wonder where it'll be this time next year. Put it in your calendar now. Yeah, yeah I will. I will in a moment. So thank you very much for listening to that, everyone. Um, Siobhan's still actually sat in front of me. Um, he just told me to be quiet for the outro. I haven't got a laptop, so I can't edit it. But honestly, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for giving me a platform to be able to do things like this and have conversations with my mates like this and to consider it work. That is great. If you want to support the podcast, um, you can do that by helping yourself and getting therapy at betterhelp.com forward slash a need to read. Or you can become part of the book club, the Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash a need to read. And there's a couple levels there, um, including bonus episodes and just a bit more personal interaction um, from me. Cheers. Not me. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs>